Hallelujah. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Hallelujah. The assignment before me is to share six prayer points <coughs> as we transit to the citadel. Six prayer points. These prayer points are based on plain truths we have learned in the course of a transition to the citadel. The very first one affects each and every one of us. And it is that There is zero tolerance for covetousness. Zero tolerance for covetousness. When we say zero tolerance, we mean undesirable conducts that are not acceptable in the citadel. God has kept us and he has taught us these 30 years to know the core value of the house. And we need to abide by those values. Zero tolerance for covetousness. You need to say that to your neighbor. In the, in the citadel. Hallelujah. Let's open to Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5, we'll read 1 to 7. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us, and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for his sweet-smelling aroma. But fornication... And all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as it is fitting of saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coerced jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know that no fornicator, unclean person, now, covetous man who is an idolater has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. Hallelujah. In the course of ministering last week, 
Pastor mentioned Gehazi because of covetousness. He stole their cost thing. What God said, do not touch. He saw, he stole it and kept it. But God revealed him. But he did not pay for it alone. He and his household paid for it. What exactly is covetousness? It is idolatry, which is anything you love more than you love God. God says, you shall have no other gods before me. However, my definition of covetousness is long truth. Will you remember that? You are looking in your neighbor's house. You are looking at what your neighbor is wearing. And that's what you want. Whether you need it or you do not need it. Whether you can afford it or you cannot, you cannot afford it. That is covetousness in its simplest form. However, we have seen the example of Gehazi because of covetousness. What he saw stole him and his household paid for it. Covetousness will derail your destiny. Covetousness is as a sin of witchcraft. We're going to rise up this morning and we're going to pray. Shall we rise? We are saying zero tolerance for covetousness at the citadel. Are you ready for this? God will help us in the name of Jesus. Let us ask God to help us that we will be content with that which only he gives us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have seen the consequence of covetousness, oh God. We are asking that Lord, in your mercy, you would help us to be content with that which you have given us in the name of Jesus. Who is like you, oh God? Among the gods who is like thee. Father Lord, help us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am really indeed in training because I should say Achan when I said Gehazi. It was Achan that stole the accosting and he paid for it with his life. And it was not him alone, it was him and his family. Repeat after me, Lord, Lord. I repent of every covetousness in me. I ask that you please forgive me and help me to guard my heart free from materialism lest I fall into the trap that the world has fallen into. I ask that you teach me to be content with what you have given me even as I set my heart on eternal things. I make this willful decision to let you rule this area of my life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You may please take your seat. The second prayer truth is the citadel 
is a place where spiritual intelligence. These are things you've heard before. I'm just reiterating them. The citadel is a place where spiritual intelligence is accurately gathered and spiritual capacity is developed so as to nip in the board the plans and schemes of the enemy. We all know the enemy, like a roaring lion, goes about looking for whom he may devour. But we are not food for the enemy in the name of Jesus. When we say spiritual intelligence, what does that mean? It is simply being able to hear God. Being able to hear the Holy Spirit. Um, Dr. Elvis this morning, and brother, uh, I, call, I say Minister Adekola. Minister Adekola already mentioned these things this morning. We cannot joke with it, brothers. Brothers and sisters. Hearing God is very, very key. This is what pastor has tagged as spiritual intelligence. The Holy Spirit, knowing, hearing the Holy Spirit and knowing what he wants to do, how he wants to do it and when he wants to do it. We are not supposed to go ahead of the Holy Spirit. He is supposed to go ahead of us to make the way. The process of trusting the Holy Spirit's leadership is the only way to live a supernatural Christian life. We must obey him implicitly. God will help us in Jesus' name. Another key word there is spiritual capacity. We must build our spiritual muscle. These are things we cannot joke with in the citadel. These are things we cannot get away with in the citadel. We need to build up spiritual muscle. The Holy Spirit has different ways of revealing things to us. It can come through dreams, through visions, through promptings. Whichever way he chooses, we need to be alert in the spirit to hear him and to pick the vibration of the spirit. We must be discerning. We must be very, very alert in the spirit. He is still the revealer of secrets. Romans 8.14 For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Do we have sons of God in the house? We must be led by the Spirit of God. We must be discerning. The way to gather spiritual capacity is still through prayers. There's no other way. Praying the word of God. We need each other. I remember a while back, one of the leaders walked up to me because I wasn't able to make a missionary force. And he said to me, he was leading prayers that day, and he said to me, it could not quickly flow in the spirit because I wasn't there and because he picked something that we were going through in the family. This is why we need each other. I may not see it all. You may not see it all. But the bit you see and the bit I see, we bring them together and it makes a big picture. Hallelujah. In Daniel chapter 2, Nebuchadnezzar the king had a dream. He did not remember the dream, neither the interpretation. He was furious. And then he killed the magicians, the sorcerers, the wise men of Babylon. 
But then they look for Daniel to kill. But God intervened. Instead of Daniel being killed, God revealed that dream to him and the interpretation. This is the place where we should be. As individuals and corporately in the mighty name of Jesus. And at the end of that story, it wasn't just Daniel. It was Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the king gave them gifts. Hallelujah. Let's read Daniel 3, 28. Daniel 3, 28. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be God. This is Nebuchadnezzar's testimony now. Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word. Anything against the word of God will be frustrated in our lives. And yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, this is the God we serve. The God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made an ash heap. Because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Hallelujah. Verse 30. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Hallelujah. Say after me, Lord. Teach us to build our spiritual capacity. Through prayers. And to operate in spiritual intelligence at all times. These things we cannot joke with, brothers. We ask for seeing eyes, hearing ears, and understanding hearts. Knowing that whatever persecution we face, we will not deny our God. We will, not hold, we will hold fast to your word, which is able to save and deliver. Hallelujah. Prayer truth number three. This applies more to those God may use or will use on the mountain of government. Do we have such people in the house? You operate on the mountain of government. I see pastor's hand up too. The church has had her fair share of covetous people. That word is coming up again. Covetousness is evil. Have I been there before? Yes. But God has delivered me. Hallelujah. The church has had a fair share of covetous people, even the so-called Christians in the corridors of power. Brethren, we must know that as we interface with Babylon, it is possible to have contact with that contamination. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? As we interface with Babylon, as we interface with the world, there will be contact, but there will not be any contamination because we know him whom we have believed. 
In this house, we say enough is enough. Of those misrepresenting God in the corridors of power. From the citadel, we shall carry forth the glory of God. Into nook and crannies of everywhere we go. In this nation, outside this nation, everywhere we are, we will carry his glory. In the name of Jesus. Who exactly are we? We are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world. We are uncompromising non-conformist. We're in radical opposition to corruption. We can only win by righteousness. Hallelujah. So what is our prayer this morning? Lord, we know that when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. We also know, we also know that righteousness exalts a nation. We ask, oh Lord, that we, as we operate on different mountains of culture, we will drive out the pigs and we will establish your kingdom on those mountains. Do you believe this? Hallelujah. We are persuaded beyond every reasonable doubt that we will not bow to gold in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Prayer truth number four. A timely warning for those in authority or leadership who may want to compel others to compromise, to worship gold instead of God. These are the ones that will be burnt eventually. Sometimes, someone may think they're doing you a favor. They may bring a wrong counsel at the wrong time. Sister, I'm perceiving that, um, why should you spread gossip? Let us be careful. A timely warning for those in authority or in leadership of any form who may want to compel others to compromise, to worship gold instead of God. Brethren, be careful whose counsel you listen to. Let no one compel you to do evil. You better know the God that you have believed. You better be persuaded because the, even the devil can transform into an angel of light. You better be discerning. God will help us in the name of Jesus. In 1 Kings chapter 13, there is a story of the young prophet and the old prophet. The young prophet went from Judah to Bethel on assignment that God gave to him. He went there okay, delivered the message, don't eat there, don't drink there, don't come back the same way you've gone. And he was obedient. But what happened? The older prophet set him up and he fell for it. And the lion had to kill him. Is that what we want? That's not what we want. We need to be persuaded, brethren. We need to know him whom I cannot say that too much. The older prophet compelled him to eat and to drink. 
against what God instructed him not to do. And at the end of the day, the lion had a sumptuous meal. Hallelujah. In Matthew 10, 39, Jesus said, he who finds his life will lose it. He who loses his life for his sake, for Christ's sake, will find it. Amen. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Um, verse 13. No temptation has taken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Tell your neighbor God is faithful. God is never too early. He's never too late. He's always right on time. But God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. This is his promise to us. The Lord will always make a way for us in the name of Jesus. Because we cannot rule out temptations, brethren. We cannot rule out temptations. But when they come, God will always make a way. We will not bow to gold in the name of Jesus. The principle of no compromise was what kept Daniel alive in the lion's den. Rather than compromise his faith, not to pray to God, he chose total dependence on God. And he did not yield to the fear of man. Whose report would you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. God kept him in the lion's den. These stories we know. And those who conspired against him ended up in the lion's den. Why is he always in the why is he always the lion? Huh? We don't want to end up in the lion's belly in the name of Jesus. By God's grace, I will not compromise. Whenever I am at a crossroad, I will choose the way of the cross. It may be difficult, but we need to know God. Know him very, very well. And he will come through for us. He's faithful, ever so faithful. I would rather die to self and be alive to God than compromise so help me God. Amen, amen and amen. amen. And the prayer truth number five. Jesus remains the king of the kingdom and lord over the citadel. I'm sure you know this. Jesus remains the king of the kingdom and lord over the citadel. This we cannot joke with. We have learned that self-willed people who choose to do as they will contrary to the command of the king will lose their place in the citadel. The example is Vashti. And uh, when pastor gave me the, this assignment I said in my heart I don't want to be Vashti. You will not be Vashti in the name of Jesus. Nobody will take your position in the mighty name of Jesus. You will fulfill your destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. Brethren, to obey is better than sacrifice. 
and to hearken than the fat of rams. Rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. That is, that's in 1 Samuel 15, 23. Let us be careful not to walk in rebellion or reject the word of the Lord, whether spoken to us personally or corporately. Our prayer is, we pray, Lord, that we obey you, we obey you, We pray, Lord, to obey our Lord and our King to be submissive to every godly leader set in authority over us. And God will continue to use each and every one of our leaders to his glory. Amen. They will not mislead us in the mighty name of Jesus. And just like Jesus said, we pray also that our food would be to do the will of God Amen. in the name of Jesus Amen. and at the end of it all we will hear good and faithful servants Amen. this is all we are living for this is all we are living for not for things not for material things but at the end of it all to hear well done good and faithful servants welcome into the joy of your father hallelujah we pray also that our food will be to do the will of our Father, which is in heaven. Help us, Lord, not to miss the mark. We will not miss the mark. Gold will not distract us. Covetousness will not distract us. In the name of Jesus. Prayer truth number six. There is no room for power drunk, self-centered leaders at the Citadel Global Community Church. I don't know why pastor gave me this point, but he must have a reason for giving this to me. Because the, I see our leaders, I don't see them as pre, uh, power drunk, but he must know what he's saying. There is no room for power drunk, self-centered leaders at the Citadel Global Community Church church it took humiliation for Nebuchadnezzar to learn that no one is indispensable to God let's read that in Daniel chapter 4 Daniel chapter 4 verse 28 to 33 All this came upon Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of the 12 months, he was walking about the royal palace of Babylon. The king spoke, saying, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for a royal dwelling by my mighty power and for the honor of my majesty? Everything is all about him. <clears throat> While the word was still in, his, in the king's mouth, a voice fell from heaven. King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. The kingdom has departed from you. And they shall drive you from men. And your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make you eat grass like oxen. And seven times shall pass over you. Until you know that the most high rules 
in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomsoever he chooses. Verse 33. That very hour, the word was fulfilled concerning Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from men and ate grass like oxen. His body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hair had grown like eagles, feathers, and his nails like bird's claws. This is not what we want. Humiliation. A king was humiliated there. Humiliated there. This will not be our portion in the name of Jesus. We better know that we are indispensable. If we refuse to do what God is asking us to do, he will replace us. We don't want to be replaced. We want to do what he's asking us to do. The way he wants it done, when he wants it done, how he wants it done. In the name of Jesus. God receives the proud. He gives grace to the humble. Those who humble themselves in the citadel will be exalted. While the arrogant, the arrogant and the haughty will be humiliated. These are pastor's words. I'm sure you know which ones are pastor's words and which ones are mine. Whatever position God has placed us as leaders is not for us to be self-centered or swollen-headed. We are positioned as leaders to serve him and his people. We are servant leaders. In Proverbs 22 verse 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. So our prayer this morning is, Lord, we ask for grace to walk in humility in a service to God and humanity. And in closing this morning, let us read our collective portion. In this a year of God's bountiful blessings in Psalm 115, verse 14. We are going to read together. Psalm 115, verse 14 and 15. Let's read together. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. The Citadel Global Community Church is where shining stars are born. Not falling stars. Not wandering stars, but shining stars. All genuine citadelites are carriers of God's glory. Everywhere we go, we show forth his glory. Hallelujah. And from the citadel, the knowledge of God will be declared among the nations of the earth. We are his carriers in the name of Jesus. Let us rise up and pray. Hallelujah. Unto the King eternal immortal, invisible, the only wise God, we give you all the glory, O God. We thank you, Lord, for your word that has gone forth. We thank you, Lord, for different ways that you have ministered unto us, O God. 
We thank you, Lord, for what is lying ahead of us. But we thank you, Lord, for that which you have put inside of us, O oh God. The power of the Holy Spirit. We will not go ahead of the Holy Spirit, but we will let the Holy Spirit guide us into every nook and cranny in the name of Jesus. We will do your will. We will do your bidding, O oh God. We will not run our own race. But Lord, we will walk with you. We are available, O God. Use us, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, and our God. That covetousness will not derail us. Our self-will will not derail us. But Lord, you will give us seeing eyes, hearing eyes, and understanding hearts. We pray, Lord, for the set man. For the serving overseer, O God. We pray for ways you have used him and that you continue to use him. Amen. He and his team will be traveling today. We ask for your covering upon them in the name of Jesus. Amen. They will go in peace and return in peace in the name Amen. of Jesus. And that which they are going for will be successful in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Go ahead of them, O oh God, and prepare the way. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your people, O oh God. We are saying, Lord, at the end of everything, let us hear you say to us, welcome, good and faithful servants. Enter to the joy of your Father. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. The jinx is broken. I can't hear you say amen. I just said the jinx is broken. In Jesus' mighty name. You may be seated. One thing you will get from my family always is we say it as it is. Who will expect her to say, Pastor said, take your pencil. <laughs> That's our family. We just don't know how to hide things. At least you should have been professional. Said, the word of the Lord for you today. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, Mrs. B is not seeking any glory. She just wants to be in the background and serve and pray. And I said... You cannot be deputy serving overseer, not ministering the word. So next Sunday is your turn. And I kept it to myself. I didn't share with a single soul, except those you will share with. It didn't come out of my mouth to say, this person is ministering next Sunday. It's called the mystique of leadership. And you don't know who is doing next Sunday service either. Uh -huh. uh, because I'm taking charge. And I'm telling who will be few hours before they will be. Wow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I just say, it's your that's the way we can train our leaders. Now, next time, it's going to get better and get stronger. I learned on the job. Opportunity must be given to others too. Can I hear big amen? Yeah. Now, how many would like to say, what did they say today? Nothing. But how many will say something came out? 
It's something that ministered to you. Even if you didn't hear anything, I heard that blessed number 16. <laughs> Hallelujah. But she raised a question, and I would like to answer it. She said, I don't know why he gave me this particular prayer point, namely power drunk leaders. Nebuchadnezzar became power drunk and thought it was all about him. At times, leadership can think it's all about them. And they do not know that the reason you are called to lead is to serve. But let me show you why I raised that prayer point. In the kingdom of Ahasuerus, it was the queen that was wrong. It was the queen that did not do the bidding of the king and she lost her position. Whenever you preach or teach, always know that truth is gender sensitive. Do you understand me? That's one of the things you have to learn. That truth is gender sensitive. That whatever you see happen to a female can also happen to a male. You just need to look deep and you find it. Let me give you a classical example. Ruth. In Ruth chapter 1, we'll read it together and we'll bring the service to a close. Ruth chapter 1, I want to get the exact verse. Ruth chapter number 1, verses 16 and 17. Ruth 1, 16 and 17. But Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you or to to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die. There I will be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. When you look at that, that's a woman probably vulnerable. But beyond that, she said, look, I found something in you. I found God. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. Now that's a stranger, a female, a Moabites coming from a strange land and returning home to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the God of Israel. Now, is that a male counterpart? Second Samuel 15. Second Samuel 15, 19 to 22. Second Samuel 15, 19 to 22. Then the king said to who? I can't hear you. The king said it to Itai. Was he an Israelite? No. He said to Itai the Gittite. Why are you also going with us? Return and remain with the king. That is Absalom. For you are a foreigner and also an exile from your own place. He just got in the day before that day. In fact, you came only yesterday. Shall I make you wander up and down with us today since I go? I know not where. Return and take your brethren back. Mercy and truth be with you. Respond. But it answered the king and said, As the Lord leaves and as my Lord the king leaves, Surely in whatever place my Lord the king shall be, whether in death or life, even where there also your servant will be. So what Ruth said, if you look deep, you find Itai saying it. 
So if Vashti lost her position for not responding appropriately to the king, if the king does not respond to the king of kings, he too will lose his position. That is the reason for that prayer point. Do you understand it? That it's not just Vashti you concentrate on. So concentrate on yourself as a leader. May we never fall. May we not be distracted. May we not be derailed. I wrote as Mrs. B was ministering just one point. The toughest prison, tougher than Kirikiri, tougher than any maximum prison anywhere in the world. The toughest and the greatest prison people live in is the fear of what others think of them. Take that home with you. 80% of your blunders up to 90%. You make them because of what people will say. The toughest prison you can live in is the fear of what people think of you about you. Who cares? If God be for us, who can be against us? Mrs. B, welcome back to the podium. Not today. <laughs> you have not done it in a long time. Constantly, you will do it now. Ah, uh, yes. And as you improve, uh-huh, your allowance will also increase. No, nobody is going to sit and eat. Everybody must walk. Uh-huh. The children are already raised. It's time to fortify yourself too. Amen. Were you blessed by Mrs. B this morning? <laughs> blessed be the name of the Lord. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. I pray that the word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.